retire, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks, and you won't even see it coming. Good morning. This is Doug Ray, and you're listening to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. You know, when you claim your Social Security benefits, you could be taxed on as much as 85% of those benefits. Yeah, you heard me right, 85%. So the money you are counting on to help you fund your retirement, the money that you are counting on to help pay those basic living expenses is now going to be a fraction of what you thought it was going to be. We can talk all day long about strategies to optimize your Social Security benefits, and we'll get into some of those later in the show. But if the IRS is taking it right out of your back pocket, what's the point? It doesn't matter, does it? Remember the old expression, it's not what you make, it's what you keep? So you have a choice. Don't do anything, and you could wind up giving a big chunk of your Social Security benefits right back to Uncle Sam. Or create a strategy that could dramatically reduce what could be a huge tax bill for you and keep that money for yourself. So what's it going to be? So on today's show, we're going to reveal how and when to wring every nickel out of your benefits. Some little-known benefits that you didn't know existed could put thousands in your pocket every single year. Plus how you can avoid the Social Security tax trap that could cost you a small fortune. But first, I want to get into a little bit about the market. We've made it to August. Can you believe it? August can be a tough month in the market, and September is historically the worst month. That's right on our heels. I do want to talk about the market, but again, as I always do on this show, I want to uh, say a big thank you and a salute out to our veterans and our service members who are on active duty right now. We appreciate uh, everything you do for us. You know, I had... um, I guess it's been a couple weeks ago, right after uh, the U.K., maybe it was before the U.K. uh, left the uh, EU, I had a listener um, come in and and sit down with me, and he actually thanked me. He thanked me. He said, you know, you're the only financial advisor that has said it's time to get out of the market. The only one. I've never heard anybody else do it. And I did that week. I said, it's time for you guys to think seriously about getting out of the market or hedging your portfolios. Now, you know, I I read a lot. I I subscribe to a lot of financial letters. And uh, I read one Saturday. I do a lot of of, uh, reading on on Saturdays. And uh, last Saturday I read one. And I I want to tick off a few of the highlights to you. You know, mostly when I talk about the markets and market updates, I, I, I do it from a technical viewpoint. This one is going to be more fundamental in nature. And this one comes from Porter Stansberry. And uh, I've been reading his work for, oh, several years now. And uh, generally, I find him to be pretty spot on. So it starts out like this. It says, uh, never before in American history or in the history of the modern financial system have financial assets in America been this overvalued, period. He goes on to say the odds of you getting wiped out, suffering a decline of 50% or more of your wealth within the next 12 months have never been greater. And he's talking about things from a, a valuation point of view. Uh, right now, our markets are extremely overvalued. And we're going to talk about that valuation based on something called price-earnings ratio. We also call that a multiple. 
And basically, that's just how you value a stock or a market. And he goes on in this, and he says, you know, historically, S&P 500 stocks on average have traded for about 16 times their earnings. That's a price-earnings ratio of 16. U.S. large-cap stocks have rarely traded more than 20 times earnings. And when they have in the past, it was usually because there was some kind of a short, sharp recession that had decimated the earnings side of the equation, not because prices soared so far in advance of growing earnings. But let's look back at a couple of those situations. After the Depression of 1893, stocks traded at 25 times earnings. Back then, investors were looking past that short-term difficulty and focusing on the longer-term earnings power of the companies. That's what explains the excessive market multiples in the early 20s, the mid-30s, and then also in the early 60s. However, since 1990, something different's been going on. We had two occasions from about 1996 to 2000, and then again from 2000 through 2008, where the market multiple soared past 20. In 2000, it even went to 30. And that was simply because naive investors were wildly buying expensive overpriced stocks. And you remember what happened after both of those periods, right? Well, currently, folks, the market multiple is 25. It's the highest it's ever been outside of 2000 and 2008. But those market bulls out there will say, look, look at U.S. Treasury yields of 1.5%. Look at negative interest rates around the world. And they'll argue that that's forcing investors into this overvalued stock market. Well, they may be right. But I'm, I'm saying it again. I think it's time to lighten the load up. Get out of this expensive stock market. It's way, way, way overvalued. Well, if you just joined us, uh, you're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show. My name is Doug Ray, and this is 94.5 WPTI. We are going to be talking about Social Security and the taxation on that in, in just a minute because it's awfully important for you to learn how to avoid that Social Security tax trap. And, and that's having a plan, a plan that could actually save you thousands and thousands of dollars. But this is just one of the many things that could make your money go further in retirement. This is just one of the many things that could help you make the most out of every nickel you've saved. Retiring successfully is a lot more than just saving and investing. It requires a plan for Social Security, for your taxes, for your retirement accounts, and your RMDs. It's a plan for asset allocation, risk, inflation, health care, and the list goes on. An expensive market like we just talked about. If you don't have a plan for these things, well, you're just guessing. And you could be setting yourself up for the big fall. Make the investment time. Make the investment in yourself. And get started with our customized five-point retirement master plan. Your initial analysis is not going to cost you a dime. You got nothing to lose. And many of our strategies we talk about work best for people who've saved a million dollars for retirement or at least are trying to get there. But if you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers 
to take me up on this offer. Give us a call right now at 336-391-3409. You know, I'd love to do this for all of our listeners, but unfortunately, there's just so many hours in a day. So I can only do this for the 10 callers on today's show. And by the way, when you come in, I'll also show you an exit strategy out of this expensive stock market. 336-391-3409. All right, let's get on to topic here. We're talking about taxing Social Security income. I bet some of you didn't even know that it was taxed or could be taxed. Um, You know, it wasn't always that way. We didn't have taxes on Social Security until, and this is probably going to surprise a lot of you. The first time we had uh, taxes levied on Social Security was in President Ronald Reagan's administration, believe it or not. It was 1982. And they did that as a way to shore up the Social Security system, and they thought that uh, by taxing a portion of your Social Security uh, that uh, they had fixed it for, for a long time. Well, about 10 years later is all it took, and in the Clinton administration, they added a second level of taxation to Social Security. Let's go over those levels right now because uh, I think a lot of you need to, to know this. And then when we get back from break, we'll dig into it a little bit deeper. So in the tax uh, of 1982, Basically, they said if you make over a certain level of income for married filers, it's $32,000, and for single filers, it's $25,000. If you make over that, then half of your Social Security benefit is going to be taxed at whatever your tax rate happens to be. Then the 1992 law came into uh, focus, and it said All right, let's add a second layer of taxation. If you tax on a single filer, if you go over $34,000 of income, and for marrieds filing jointly, if you go over $44,000 of income, then we're going to tax 85% of your Social Security benefits. Now, guess what, folks? Those income numbers have never been inflation-adjusted. They're 1982 and 1992 numbers. If they had inflation-adjusted them, this is probably going to surprise you as well, you're looking at incomes in today's dollars of somewhere around $85,000 a year. Yeah, that's right, $85,000 a year. That means not many of you on retirement incomes would have your Social Security taxed. But this is just a very sneaky way that the government has found out how to tax your Social Security benefits. We call it the tax torpedo. Now, when we get back from break, I'm going to go over some ideas and some strategies that you ought to take a look at to keep your monies from... um, becoming taxed. We're going to have to take a look at what makes up the provisional income, those income numbers first. So you're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show here on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. This is the Wealth Guardian Show. My name is Doug Ray. Today we're talking about Social Security and how the nasty tax regulations can affect you and your benefits. In the first segment, I explained that um, up to 85% of your Social Security benefits can be taxed at whatever tax rate uh, you're in. And it doesn't doesn't take a lot of income to get you to that 85% level. For a married couple filing jointly, if you go over $44,000 of what they call provisional income, then you um, hit the tax torpedo. Okay, let's define provisional income. What is provisional income? They start with your adjusted gross income. That's taken right off uh, your 1040 returns. And then they add to that, now listen to this, they add to that half of your Social Security benefit. And if you happen to have a tax-free municipal bond portfolio or have any kind of tax-free interest off of a municipal bond fund or portfolio, they add that as well. So let's step, step back one more time and take a look at adjusted gross income. What makes up adjusted gross income? Now, remember, we're talking about income for retirees. Well, if you have a part-time job, if you, if you have earned income, isn't that a part of your AGI? Sure is. All right, how about if you're lucky enough to have a pension? Is that part of your AGI? Yep, sure is. How about distributions from IRAs? Yep, sure is. So that would mean if you have to take a required minimum distribution after 70 and a half, that's going to be a part of the calculation. How about um, monies uh, coming out of 401Ks or 403Bs? Yep, sure is a part of the calculation. So now you, you probably are getting the sense where it doesn't take a whole lot of income from these sources to push you over that 44000 um or the thirty-two thousand for a single filer very quickly. So how do how do you avoid that? How do you create income that's not subject to taxation? And and is there any? Well, the good news is yes, there is. It's a couple strategies. Now here's one for you folks who have to take your required minimum distributions, and you don't really need this income to live off of. Think about just donating it to a charity or your church or something like that. That way you'll get the, the tax write-off and you won't have the, have the uh, RMD calculated, calculated into taking your Social Security benefit. Here's another idea. Buy a QLAC. Then you go, whoa, what is a QLAC? Well, QLAC stands for Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract. You can put up to $125,000 of your IRA into a QLAC, and it's not going to be counted for your RMD purposes. Now, what is a QLAC? A QLAC basically is designed as longevity insurance. We know we're living longer. So there's this fear, and it's it's a rightful fear, that people may, in fact, run out of income before they run out of life. Now, QLACs were designed so that they will explode with income in somebody's latter part of their life, say their 80s. And a few years ago, I had an opportunity uh, to go and uh, do some lobbying 
uh, in Washington, D.C. with some Congress folks about this situation. You see, we had the financial institutions can create the QLAC. That wasn't a problem. The problem was getting it past the RMD requirement. So that took legislation, and it also took a lot of lobbying efforts. So I had a chance to go with um, with an insurance company uh, on um, one of these lobbying efforts, and we saw several Congress folks and made our point, and I'm happy to say that he actually listened to us this time. So we now have a QLAC available. That's another strategy. All right, here's, here's one I really like a lot too, and that's Roth IRAs. I said a moment ago that withdrawals from your IRA count towards this provisional income, but withdrawals from a Roth IRA do not. And I think that's as good a reason as any to go out and get a Roth IRA started. Um, one of the things that I discuss with all of my clients is, is creating tax-free income. I believe sincerely that taxes are going to be higher in the future than they are now, so why not let's build in, while we can, some tax-free income. Now, one way to do that is with a Roth IRA. Now, you can only contribute up to, if you're over 50, up to $6,500 to a Roth IRA, and there's some income limits to it as well. You can't over uh, earn over a certain amount of money as a married couple and be able to contribute to a Roth IRA. However, you can convert an unlimited amount of IRA dollars to Roth dollars. Um, one of my uh, one of my mentors, Ed Slot, um, he has this catchy little phrase. He he calls it uh, he calls it uh, changing uh, forever tax money into never taxed money, and I think it's very appropriate. Um, but the fact is, you know, when you do a conversion, that becomes a taxable event that day. Um, you probably, for that reason, do not want to convert your entire IRA in one year because that would really probably be a pretty big tax bite. But here's a nice little strategy that I'd like you to think about. We call it bracket bump. Now, bracket bump is where we take a look at your tax bracket you're in, figure out how much capacity you have between the bracket you're in and the next higher bracket, and we convert every year that amount of money to get you up underneath but not into the next marginal tax bracket. That way, over time, you'll be able to convert your forever tax dollars to never tax dollars in the most tax-efficient way possible. So again, if you think taxes are going to be higher in the future as I do, look at it this way. Taxes now are on sale. So let's take advantage of that sale and start creating some tax-free income. All right, we've got some information on our website, www.thewealthguardians.com, that you can download and take a look at some of these different strategies we've been, we've been talking about. Also, I've got a great uh, video from a friend of mine, uh, Tom Hegna, uh, that uh, he's talking about how to use some of these QLACs, like we talked about before, as well as some other types of annuities to extend your um, your retirement income. But, you know, I go back to when you're claiming your Social Security benefits, you could be taxed on as much as 85%, 85% of your benefits. So the money you were counting on to help fund your retirement is now just a fraction of what it's supposed to be. 
Learn how you could potentially pay fewer taxes on your Social Security benefits so you can keep this money for yourself. I mean, you might as well keep it because the government's sure going to waste it, right? You're going to learn how to do this with your own customized Social Security analysis. It's quick. It's easy. It's not going to cost you a dime. I'm going to do it for you free, no obligation. And that could literally mean thousands of dollars you put back in your pocket. The strategies that we're going to reveal in this analysis are useful for people who've saved a million dollars for retirement, or at least they're trying to get there. But for you, if you've got at least $100,000 you've put aside for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers today. Call us at 336-391-3409. You know, I'd love to do this for all of my listeners out there, but... You know, I just don't have that much time. So for the first 10, it's 336-391-3409. Get your customized analysis uh, right today. Learn how to save taxes on Social Security. Learn how to increase and optimize those benefits. And let's talk about doing a Roth conversion strategy. 336-391-3409. All right, let's let's talk about some more strategies about how to create some income for retirement that avoids the um, Social Security taxation part of it. We talked about creating Roths just a moment ago. Have you ever taken a look at your life insurance policy and taken a look at the cash value you have built up in there? Have you ever thought about creating a life insurance policy with cash value built up? Did you know you could actually access your cash value if you do it right and avoid taxation on it? And this is not countable towards Social Security taxation either. We call these um, we call these plans LIRPs, L-I-R-P. Yeah, that's another acronym, I know. Uh, but that stands for Life Insurance Retirement Plan. I own one. My wife owns one. A lot, a lot of my clients own one. I believe in them uh, wholeheartedly. The bottom line is it's a specially designed life insurance policy, and you have to use a life insurance policy that's a permanent policy with cash value. It's because that's the way they wrote the tax code, folks. I'm sorry. There was another way I'd tell you. But most people, when they go shopping for a life insurance policy, what they typically do is they try to buy the most death benefit for the least amount of money, right? I mean, you've Heard about buy term and, and all that? Sure, that's what that does. And term insurance is appropriate for a lot of things. It's not appropriate for this because you got to create the cash value. So what we're doing here is we're basically creating a life insurance policy that you put as much premium into as you can and buy the least amount of death benefit as you possibly can so that you can have rapid high cash value build up. That way, over the years, when you go to retire, you can access that cash value via the loan provision in the contract and get at your money tax-free. And it does not count towards your Social Security um, taxation. Now, here's another beauty of of this program. You never have to pay that loan back. Why? Because when you die, the death benefit on the contract pays off the loan, and whatever's left over will go to whoever your beneficiary is. 
I've designed a lot of these plans, and one of them that I designed for myself, uh, when I turn 70, it's going to pay me $60,000 a year in tax-free income for the rest of my life. Did the same thing for my wife. I've done this uh, program for a lot of different clients out there. But it's a program that you have to, when you, when you start it, you absolutely have to be committed to finishing it. Now, if you'd like to find out if this is right for you, come on in and let's sit down and let me run an analysis and an illustration for you. And let's see if we can build a tax-free income in your retirement portfolio. All you have to do is give us a call at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. I'll see you guys next week. This is the Wealth Guardian Show on 94.5 WPTI, Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. 